everyone, welcome back. It's podcast number four. Once again, I'm your host, Jose. I'm Sterling. I'm Everett. And this is Essential News Discussion, the podcast. So, to kick things off, Sterling, you want to tell us what the topic of discussion is going to be for the introduction of this week's episode? That's not a bad idea. Um, so, we'll start off by talking about, and I want to make sure I get this right so people understand that I am uh, not a racist. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kamala, I don't understand. No, hold no. on. Hold uh, on. No. Uh. Kamala Harris. You got to say like comma, like like it's a comma. Comma. Okay. Comma. Kamala. Kamala. Do I have to do a slight pause? Kamala Harris? Kamala. Like Kamala. Oh, hey, you know, no, no, you just said it wrong. That was racist. <laughs> Kamala. Is it? No. Is it, Kamala. It, no, it's ka. Kamala. Kamala. Not Kamala. Kamala. Kamala is what Kamala. I just said. Kamala. No, you said Kamala. Kamala. No, I didn't. No, he you put it the wrong emphasis on the wrong. Listen, slide. guys, I, I just want to open up by uh, on on this Wait, topic. <laughs> there's by, more topics. <laughs> by uh, this I'll, is the rundown. No, but hold on. Like I have to say this at the beginning before we get too far. Uh, last week there there was a right leaning uh, person, TV personality, who got in a lot of trouble for saying this the wrong way, and I acknowledge that on our last podcast I said it. I think we all said it the the incorrect way. Um, so. Essential News Discussion Podcast does not stand for uh, mispronunciation of... We also don't kneel for the um, anthem. I mean, I do. But oh. I gotcha. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, are, man. Are we just, okay. Are we still one month? I don't know, but we got to figure out this, uh, but anyways, these topics. Anyways, we were, saying, we were saying her name incorrectly, so we do want to apologize to... Kamala Harris. To our... Uh, it, Kamala Harris, right? To, to Kamala, Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. That is topic number one. Let's go to the others. Uh, we'll talk about the death toll in regards to um, just total deaths, comparing it in the year of a pandemic to um, the 2018 where there was no uh, pandemic. We're going to talk about the United States Postal Service. We'll talk about the once great state of California. And then we'll also talk about how the rich get richer. Um, there's not supposed to be any silence on this, so um, I'm sorry. Jose, I, I, you, you, you I got, I'm gonna be honest. You, you were pretty clear about prepared. wanting to run through these topics, you know. Yeah. What I mean? you know, so we, Everett and I, felt you know that we needed to be quiet and allow you to complete these <laughs> perfectly because uh, they're 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 important to announce. I didn't want to get written up. To be yeah, honest. I, I felt like I was gonna go to the principal's <laughs> office. But anyways, Kamala Harris, how do you want to start the conversation? Um, well, let's thoughts. yeah, let's let's try to be honest about this. Um, my personal viewpoints are formerly Democratic-leaning. Now I'm more Republican-leaning. Um, but an honest assessment of Kamala Harris is that she is more moderate, in my opinion. The reason being yeah, that she's more moderate is because she does have a, um, a long record that she does stand behind and she's proud of, of punishing criminals, people that have committed a crime. Um, the only downside of that fact is that a lot of those crimes are low-level crimes. So that would be like marijuana use. Marijuana is legal in several states, illegal federally. And um, over the course of her time as attorney general and her other roles um, in the similar capacity, uh, she was directly and indirectly responsible for people that spent unnecessarily, unnecessary time in jail. And I believe I also heard that there was at least one case where someone was on death row or put to death. And um, there was some evidence that could have been brought forward that may have prevented that. But do you guys remember hearing anything about it, anything about that specifically or anything about N- not, not anything about that? Not anything no. that, that specific last okay. part, but what you're telling me is that she's against low-level crime, so she didn't smoke weed in college while listening to Tupac <laughs> three years before he ever recorded an album? <laughs> Everett, <laughs> that, right that, that <laughs> you, you didn't see this interview with uh, Char- Charlemagne, right? Yeah, yeah, the Breakfast Club. She went yeah. on the Breakfast Club and, you know, they, they grilled her on, on some of the things that Sterling just... Uh, marijuana use. Marijuana use and, and some of the other, you know, level low-level crimes, like he called it that. But specifically marijuana use. And Non-violent she, crimes. And she tells the Breakfast right. Club, like, they, she asked him, have you ever smoked? And, and she goes, yeah. You know, I tried it when I was in, in college and we were listening to Tupac and I even inhaled or something along those lines. Yeah. Those yeah. facts were all part of what she said. Yeah. Um, and, what, and what was the problem with yeah, what she I'm said? Confused. Yeah, she, gra- she graduated college three years before Tupac ever recorded an album. <laughs> oh, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that was um, some really good weed. <laughs> but anyway. Wait, when did uh, you graduate college? I'm curious. When did she graduate college? Three years before Tupac recorded his right, first so what album. Was that? 
Are we talking about like law? School? It was before. Are he we was, talking? About, are we talking when she graduated law school? Or so after? the only way that she would have been able to listen yeah. to Tupac while smoking in college would be if she got his mixtape when he was handing it out on Venice Beach or wherever he would have been handing it out. But he wasn't. He wasn't producing music at that time. Could be. I'm, I'm so she was. She, was, so she was most likely lying. No, I think it's her latest time in, in school was years before Tupac's first album. But anyway, um, let's okay. let's ignore the aspect of the line and let's focus on the part of it of the hypocrisy that she acknowledged doing something that is illegal, and because she did not get caught, she did not have to spend a decade or a couple of decades in jail or potentially worse. So that part of um, you know enforcing the law does become a little bit hip- hypocritical, and I do think there does there needs to be something to try to reduce the mass incarceration which disproportionately affects uh, minorities and people of color. So for her to be the candidate um, that a lot of people turn to um, in the Democratic Party, that or the vice president, you know, vice presidential candidate, because she's not going to be president, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not immediately. Um, yeah, he's, Biden's still got a few years in him. Yeah. Not the full term, but a few. Yep. <laughs> so it's just kind of ironic, and, you know, that, that does tend to make her more moderate. Um, you have a lot of people on the left that want the police defunded, and it does not seem like Kamala is going to be the person to uh, give them what they want if that is what they want. Well, the thing is that she's 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 a good presentation piece, and by that I mean she she's, is. Yeah, she's, she's attractive. A, she's attractive. She's worked hard, and she's, she's worked earned, hard. She's, worked she's, her way she's up. got her credentials. She's well mm-hmm. put together, well spoken. Yeah. So when when you put her on a stage like that, it's easy for for liberals to to forget who she is and what she stands for. You know what I mean? And she couldn't be further, like you said. She's more of a moderate, and I should be thrilled to see her as right. as, as a potential uh, vice presidential nominee. But I I don't mess with hypocrites. Essentially, she's she's changed her whole tone, and she's doing this for the votes. Of course, she's pandering to the to the liberal base, but she truly her actions speak louder than words, and she hasn't proven that that she genuinely supports the the current cause of twenty twenty's left. Yeah. All right. I, uh, one thing I wanted to say real quick is. Um, She's kind of embodying the phrase like, "Do as I say, not as I do." But go ahead, every yeah. Give us your thoughts, ever. So I just I'm just trying to understand, make sure I captured your point of view correctly. I guess. Are you saying that she's a hip, 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 hypocritical because of her prosecution of low-level crimes before? There's two aspects to the hypocrisy. Um, the first one is admitting to smoking weed, and then bragging about her record for locking people up. A lot of them are drug-related because that's the most common use of nonviolent crime or common reason people end up in jail with nonviolent criminal records. And then the other aspect of it that's uh, hypocritical is the fact that she gave a timeline that didn't make sense. So she may have been lying about a hypocritical statement. So there's a um, lack of self-awareness that goes along with that. And, you know with me kind of leaning a little bit more to the right. I did bring up the negative associated with her, but let's focus on the positive now. Um, Being a woman of color, those are two things that make it very difficult to advance to the level that she's advanced as a vice presidential nominee. That stat is also known as 75% of Biden's requirement for vice president. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing that does need to get brought up. Um, I just don't know that she's hypocritical as far as her... uh, as far as her... Her views on, on marijuana law. use, uh, on law in general, right? So she, I mean, she was in college. If she tried it in college, I, mean, I don't know. I got to research more about this timeline thing. I have no idea. On uh, that it's, part. it's been fact checked by all of your fact checkers. Well, let's and let's remove true. let's remove okay. that part. Let's remove that, that part about her but, saying she listened to Tupac. But, but, but and then let's say she smoked in college before she graduated, and she became. She even inhaled. It doesn't sound like anyone was ever. It's kind of bragging. Yeah, and then she graduated in. Um, she became a prosecutor, so to speak, right? Yeah. Um, and her job is to prosecute. Local I would imagine crimes. she became a prosecutor and then uh, attorney general. That she must have been studying criminal justice reform. No, you know what I mean, like a yeah. criminal justice degree of yeah, some kind. I'd imagine. So it's a weird time I, I, to smoke I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the, hip- the, hip- the hypocrisy is that she's never advocated in her entire political career, really, until recently, for for uh, for the black community. She's 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 biracial, of course. Mm-hmm. And that there's nothing wrong with being biracial, you know. Lots of us are. I, I'm, I, me being Hispanic, by default, I'm biracial. But she, she's pretending to represent something she's never represented before. 
don't know. And I don't even. Here's what I think. I, I mean, when I researched her about. She's trying to become relatable, right? Well, I think that's why my interview. I have to. Watch, I haven't seen the interview yet, so when I watch it, I can have more of a commentary on that. But her, her specifically as being hypocritical in the way she uh, prosecutes criminals, and I, I don't know if I agree with that. Only because um, she was heavy on raising raising bond, raising bail, and that kind of thing in her first year. But with like a year later, she already saw it as a problem. Was trying to get get bails decreased. Let's do a little self-promotion here. Um, So when Everett does the research that he says he's going to do, I'll ask that you post it on your own Twitter account. Uh, Again, that's your art is a mirror. Y-A-I-A-M. That's Y underscore A underscore I underscore A underscore M. Mm -hmm. It's got a little rhythm to it, um, except when I say it. And you'll be able to see the uh, video there in a little bit. And also his Twitter feed feeds into our website essentialnewsdiscussion.com backslash entertainment. So sorry to interrupt, but just want to let people know where they can find some of your content as you talk about uh, posting it. Yeah. I'm just saying that she changed her view pretty soon after she came into office over there. So from what I I read. So I don't I don't know that it's hypocritical. Let me turn that into a perspective. It can be hypocritical if you want to look at a negative. It could be progress as well. Right. My my viewpoints have changed on a lot of different things and if she if she really is changing then i don't want to diminish that because i am for um smaller government and that might mean reducing the drug enforcement uh, agency reducing the war on drugs which will free more black and brown people from jail because they shouldn't be in jail for these long periods of time for nonviolent crimes right. when other people are punished disproportionately so you know what there is some there's a balance there and i think that if we don't turn everything into an attack on the other side and we allow it to be an opportunity to promote real change, and then I'll end on real change because positive real change um, is not something that should be used as a um, tool to deceive the public. So that's my only level of concern there. And that's my closing thoughts. My closing thoughts on Miss Miss Harris, because I I really don't want to say her first name and (laughs) say it incorrectly or or correctly this week, but next week it'll be I don't want you to get canceled. I like you, Jose. Yeah, cancel culture is a real thing. And all I need is Biden to save me the next day. So just like he saved Tucker. But anyways, uh, my, my biggest problem with, with Ms. Harris isn't, isn't – it's not even so much her, her hypocrisy with the way she's prosecuted crime in the past and, and, and now her willingness to, to accept all of these new uh, 2020 version of, of liberal thoughts and, 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 and uh, agendas. My biggest problem with her is that you guys didn't even like her a few months ago. She wasn't doing well in any of your polls. You guys, At, Democrats. Yeah, the, the the left. You guys didn't even really like her. Uh, you expect us to 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 try to turn our our uh, our views around just because now we have a, a minority person that's a woman that happens to be running for vice president. You guys yourselves yeah. didn't think she was worthy enough to be your president. She wasn't doing well in any of the primaries, and and we're supposed to think this is a good thing. Her her biggest attribute for Biden is that she's a colored female. That's 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 got some experience. That is it. That's the only reason why she's the ticket. African American. African American female. <laughs> I don't know. I, you just said color. That's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we, uh, isn't that what we are? You know what I mean? But uh, nah. Well, anyway, that was and, the proper term when Biden got into politics. Yeah. But uh, no, I actually like Kamala, Kamala Harris in the beginning. No, look at you. Yeah, you, was, yeah, you, was, yeah. you was about to get canceled yourself. Yeah. Hey, I've been saying, I've been saying, like, like, like it's a black name this whole not, this whole time since she was in, in the primaries. I've been saying Kamala Harris. Y'all don't even, she, y'all didn't even like her then. And now she's she's great. Here's the thing: the only reason, the only reason Biden even got my vote because she was going off the ballot by the time they got here. Otherwise, that's where I would have. Why was she here. gone? Because y'all didn't even vote for her. Y'all didn't but care you about keep her. But you keep saying y'all like that's a, like. Did, did you vote? Yeah, I voted. And did you vote for her? I didn't have a chance to. Yeah, yeah. You had a chance to. Yeah, yeah, so, so my count. statement is not so, incorrect. It is incorrect because you're saying that I chose not to. That's that's incorrect. That makes you incorrect. Yeah. She, ever, ever gets closing thoughts. She, Final word. She ever. dropped my out. Point is this, your people I don't, support her. My point is, I don't, I don't know and that. Your people, I mean the left, not not any. <laughs> your ethnic, anyway, ethnic as, I, as I was saying, <laughs> I, I don't think that it's hip, hip, hypocritical to gain perspective on a job and change your viewpoints. I think that's what we want to happen. And she tried, and she started changing her viewpoints pretty, pretty close to when she after she got into office in California. So that's it. Nothing else on uh, Miss Harris. Nope. Ms. Harris. All right, so the next thing we're going to go to is the death toll. And to kind of put things in perspective um, and a nice transition point is uh, one of the first things that Joe Biden said with Kamala Harris was they talked about 
uh, wearing masks and that they were for a three-month period where they encouraged every governor to have their state uh, mandate masks. I'm not saying masks are a bad idea, but it just seems a bit extreme. And the reason why it seems extreme is because Joe Biden referenced a study where, I can't remember the number, and forgive me for this, but it was somewhere between 20,000 and 40,000 lives he expected would be saved by wearing these masks for three months. That was one study that had very little uh, scientific evidence that was cited um, behind it. So just thought that was a little odd, because um, don't we already have an infectious disease expert on the matter? Well, uh, as a segue into that, you know, uh, we actually have a word from, from everyone's favorite... Uh, well, you guys will recognize the voice once you hear it, but he's got a message on uh, on our podcast here. It definitely goes without saying that I support the end podcast to stay up to date on COVID-19 news and everything affecting the American people more than they'll ever know. Well, that was definitely something. Uh, so <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to dive into how that can transition to where we are now. And where we are now is we're just going to take a look at the total deaths. We've actually referenced this before, so this is some nice follow-up. We're going to reference the total number of people that died in the United States from all causes on a daily basis. As of 8-16. This is as of 8-16, and this is um, from the CDC. And we're going to compare 2018, a year before COVID-19, and a year where there was not a pandemic, to 2020, the year of COVID-19, and we are in a pandemic. So we posted this on our Facebook page, Essential News Discussion. Um, that feed, of course, goes to our website, EssentialNewsDiscussion.com. And in 2018, the number stays the same. 7,778 people died per day in the United States from all causes. That number is down in 2020, year to date, as of 816, to 7,396. So one more time, I'll say the number 7,778 people in 2018 died per day in the U.S. from all causes. 2020, that number went down to 7,396. The only thing I want to add here is that that number does tend to fluctuate in 2020. The first time we did this in uh, May, the number was actually higher than 7,778. So please don't take this to mean that there is nothing going on. It's just a matter of putting it into perspective. You know, if there's something going on and it's a little something, you have a, a little response, an appropriate response. If there's a big problem, then you have a bigger response. So um, when we have the media telling us that we have a bigger problem and it's not quite that big, then we take um, steps to overreact. And that's what we kind of want to just put in perspective. So with all that being said, you guys give me some feedback. Um, just, to, just to argue the other side of just a little bit, um, those numbers are pretty close and there are less people out doing things. Well. Let me give you my, my assessment of what I gathered from this data. COVID, year-to-date, has saved more people than the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Not matter <laughs> related. You just, I don't know. I don't know, right. I don't know if, who you've been taking shots at right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's shooting for the moon. <laughs> but that was, yeah, Jose said that. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you guys are wondering. I love Microsoft. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> operating on Windows right now. <laughs> We're using an Apple. What are you talking about? Um, but, but I'm uh, reading off of Windows. <laughs> Everett, give me a little bit more. Um, I'm like, just saying I'll, that. I'm if, what you're saying. If there's, there's less people doing things. What does that mean? So um, I'd imagine some of those deaths are, uh, um, are a result of people going out and living their regular lives, like I mentioned car crashes and things like that, right? If give me a, another example besides car crashes because we did touch on this last time, and car crashes was the number one thing that we could find. Remember, 30,000 people every year in America, mm -hmm. roughly. Um, when you break that down, that's not much on a... Um, I mean, it, it is when the numbers come this close, though. That's what I'm saying. So it, it, it still didn't get you to the same number. But is there any other large... I'm saying, I, I know, but I'm saying they're within 400. They're within, what, four or five? But that's on a daily basis. Multiply right. that out over 365 days. You're talking about 200,000 people. Right. Well, so you say 400 people less a day? 400 Nation, people nationwide, less. Nationwide, adds nationwide, up. Yeah, right? that's a lot of people. Yeah, but I mean, the, I mean... I get what you're saying. Overall, it's gonna be a it's a five percent difference. I mean, that couldn't that account for it though. I would think no, it can't. Be the math doesn't add up. The math. Let's do the math here. Yeah, it's There's thirty. I'm we, just you, you looked up the number on your phone. Thirty thousand every year. Mm -hmm. 
divide that by 365, that's 82 people more. So that uh, would take the number up to 74. So I'm just using things that people are going out and doing stuff. So I say like cars is one thing, right? People on the yeah. road less. Um, people in general coming into contact with coming into contact with coming. In, I can't talk right now. Coming into contact with each other a lot less in general, right? Listen, this virus is serious, and I get it. You know, right. this weekend there was a protest in Washington D.C. Okay. Of liberals protesting how dangerous it is it is to go vote while they're protesting live in person. I think that's ridiculous. Actually, but <laughs> that, will be, that, that will be getting shared later. Yeah, that's yeah they're, they're, they're developing news from the pictures because that protest was today, right? It was today or sometime in the last few days. It was recent. It was recent. But I got to I got to push back. Just in a per day, just in a per day perspective, if there's less people doing things, it should be a little bit less per day. That's all I'm saying. But it, it is only a little bit less, and that's the problem. Is why in a pandemic are we experiencing less loss of life from all causes? Because the media tells us, I think the number is 160,000 more people have died, and then the CDC has even gone out of their way to explain that there are more deaths above okay. what they expected. And I think, I think, we're, and that's where we're missing. I, that's where we're missing like, communication, I guess. So my point is that if there, if the, if it wasn't a big deal or wasn't a problem, it would, I think, it'd be a, a larger gap in the numbers. But the, but the thing is, the death rate doesn't go down like this. The only thing that can explain. I don't Look, even think there's anything I can explain it. I people don't are still dying of heart attacks. People are still dying of disease. You're, you're talking and, about people staying home. It's preventing and, them from having accidents. And that number and violent crime. The number doesn't go down to zero. The number might go down violent from Violent crime and accidents isn't point. the largest percentage of deaths. It's, it's still disease. It's still heart disease. It's still all right, different so ailments. Then, so, then, so then those things aren't going to go away anyway, right? So the difference would be just those things that people come into contact with, right? So, I mean, what, from my perspective, that would mean that... Um, all other infectious diseases aren't yeah. spreading at the same rate as well because we've reduced the transmission of right. So of from from my people from my perspective, people staying home that kind of make in my head that makes sense. But what about the economy aspect of things, right? Like, aren't there negative effects from mass unemployment? Our unemployment percentage, the one that they tell us, which I think is lower than what the real unemployment percentage is, is double digits. These are numbers that are close to the Great Depression. So we have a lot of people that are out of work. We have to extend eviction um, exceptions and the people that are getting paid the money that own the homes, like they're not necessarily wealthy because they're landlords. Mm -hmm. That might be a source of income or the source of income, but now their source of income is gone. They're being forced to, to make it work. And the money isn't exchanging hands in a way that it was meant to be. And we're doing that to operate at a level that we didn't do in 2018. Like we don't even know what we're protecting ourselves from at this point. Um, and I'm going to give a legitimate concern here. The number was higher in the earlier part of the year. Remember I said that? Mm -hmm. That was when we were coming out of flu season. That, you know, flu season goes all the way into like the early part of spring, I believe. Mm -hmm. So with us getting into flu season with people going back to school, I think there is a chance that the numbers do kind of tick up a little bit um, once we get into October, November, December, you know, that time frame. Mm -hmm. But is it going to tick up enough to where that number goes over 7,778? Even if that did happen, I still wouldn't have a problem with it because at around 8,000 deaths per day, which is very similar to what it was in 2018, we've shut down the economy to a standstill. I mean, but I kind of think, and is I, it worth I, it to do that? I think that it would have been a better idea to, to be more extreme in the short term and, and do all these stages and draw things out. That's what I, that's my opinion. And the pandemic is as bad as you say it is, even with the reduced amount of exposure by less people working, less people being on the streets less people at shopping malls, movie theaters. I still think the pandemic is, is, is uh, being projected to be so bad that the numbers should still be higher than it was two years ago, the total deaths. If, if, if you were to believe all the all the hype that the media has put behind this thing, there is no way that, that, that total number of deaths should be lower. My perspective Re Regardless is of how many people are, are at home and whatnot. My perspective is We're still all going to Walmart, I'm sorry. We're still all going to Walmart, we're still going to shopping. Walmart. We're still doing. We're, we're still going to our grocery store, Kroger, Publix, what have you. I'm be real with you. I'm. This is nothing to do with COVID at all. But I haven't been grocery shopping in like two or three years. You're the anomaly. <laughs> I get it. I get it all delivered. But what I'm. I, but my. But my, but my point is, I think that. I lost my train of thought. You threw me off for a second ago. I'm sorry. But uh, I think. From, I just. I just think that. 
You're right. I guess I don't know. We don't we don't know what the numbers would be if we ever. ever There's nothing ever. to compare it to, yeah. right? And that's but I'm, and I'm more afraid of what what happened if everything was like a normal though. Before but but that's the thing. Why are you operating from a fear-based perspective when I'm showing you statistics? So you're normal. arguing we're, statistics we're, with fear. We've been living. And that's what that's what the whole that's what the whole point is. Is the media is showing you fear, fear, fear. Do this, do this, do this. And guess what? We're doing this. But when we look at the data, and you have to fight to try to find this data. Took me a while to find it. Now that I find it, I have a con consistent source. All causes. If you're adding more deaths from a pandemic, there's nowhere to go but the total number of deaths to go up. Even if you factor out the car crashes. You talked about uh, plane crashes or some other. You tried to come up with another scenario sure. last time, and we couldn't come up with one. So the part that gets me most frustrated and passionate about this and why I've been doing this now for four consecutive months is, well, maybe it's three, three or four months, whatever it's been, is because this is as clear of evidence as I could think of to where we're not being told the truth, but we're being told to do stuff. And that's the part that is most frustrating to me. I don't want our friend that we talked about last time we passed, you know, who was positive with COVID, they were also above the average uh, life expectancy age. And that's not to say that this isn't serious, because that's what it does is it pushes people um, over the edge that would have otherwise had more years left to live. And that is important. But we do have to put that in perspective in contrast to the people that have lost their jobs. Um, we'll touch on some other aspects of that when we get into California later. But um, that's my closing thought on it. I'm passionate about this because it feels like we're being lied to. This, in my opinion, proves that feeling is being accurate. And you know what? If we were to put even more extensive lockdowns in place, there's a chance we could lower that number from 7,396 to possibly under 7,000 per day. But at what cost? And that's my point. I just think we should, I think that as far as precautions go, we should take adequate precautions. I don't, I don't have a problem, I don't have a problem, I don't have a problem with the masks and, the, and the masks and things like that. Those things don't bother me. I think now it may be too late to come with like a, a straight shutdown of things again. That'd be kind of crazy in my opinion, but I think it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to have other, other precautions in place. Jose, you closing? My closing thoughts are that the, or the, um, they are what they have been. You know, I don't have much more to say. Um, the numbers should be higher regardless of how many people are staying at home because not not enough people are staying home. The, the list of essential workers is very large and the list That's of true. essential businesses is very large. People are, you may not go shopping, but I do. And I see the amounts of people that are at, at Walmarts, the grocery stores, the Home Depots, the Lowe's. There's, they're, they're out there. You know what I mean? I, I've, people I've, gotta go somewhere. I, I haven't stopped pretty much working other than the portions I've been unemployed, but oh, I, I found so jobs pretty not rapidly. Not to cut you off, Jose, but y'all really should start using shit. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. All right, here. <laughs> I'm not paying that kind of money, bro. Hey, it's not even that much more expensive. I actually spent. Is this an ad? Oh, yeah, maybe you should be paying me for this. I do like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, what about Instacart? <laughs> no, that's too expensive. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our next topic, uh, UPS. Oh, I'm sorry, no, that one's successful and provides a good service. <laughs> they are we're talking about we're, we're talking about USPS. <laughs> um, Ever. Hey, I do, I'm, I'm curious, what's your, what's your take? Democrats are told to feel like the U United States Postal Service should be saved at all costs, so please let us know how we should be saving well, the United States well, Postal no, Service. Well, no, I want to do, I, I do want to... really want my perspective on, like, pack, well, I do, but Jose, like Jose, I think, has a different... Uh, well, I, I do want to touch on one topic. I, I was on social media, and this person uh, that I know, it's a, a friend of a friend, uh, we'll call it that, has a status that says, uh, or, or a meme of sorts, that says uh, it is like a systematically racist to, to not support the postal offices because they're what the hood use as banks. They're what inner cities use as banks, you know? It's what the black community, the Hispanic community uses bank because that was the way that they were able to provide purchase money orders so they can pay their rent and pay their major utilities and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, at I'm one sorry, point, at one point maybe, but have before? you ever heard of Amscot? I don't know if... I've I, never heard that before. I don't, like, I don't know what? if that's a black or Hispanic thing. Yeah. Because we're all black and Hispanic if you combine us together. Why would you need to go to... You go to Publix also. I didn't know that. I haven't heard yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, racist for the, for the right life. not to support the USPS because the USPS provides services... In the inner city, that That's they would otherwise be the not only have. Person you've ever heard, ever heard say that? I haven't heard anyone say that. Yeah, it's it's. It's got to be just that one person. No, I I think there's more that are behind this movement because she shared that, and there was thousands of shares attached to that share. So mm. this is generally something that pe that people believe out there. I don't know. I feel like that's something somebody posted one time, and white people kept. Reposting. You know, what's funny is we refer to. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I'm like, have they ever heard of the check cashing store? Like, you know what, what I mean? I, that sounds ridiculous. I used to have to pay my rent and buy money. I didn't have a choice because they wouldn't let me do a check in my account. No, but they and think I, we don't have banks. We don't have banks. You know bank what's crazy? If your credit is bad, you sometimes you can't get a bank account. That is true. I didn't yeah, know so, that. So, yeah. so banks are racist and so is not having a post office. Banks are racist, but, but you don't believe that. You're just sharing somebody else's. Yeah, I'm sharing somebody I mean, else's thought. Which is nice, though, because Everett, we, we label him our Democratic uh, associate, but he's he's kind of moderate on, on a lot of things. So, you know, as we look to expand. Progressive. Oh, progressive, sorry. Yeah. All right. He's progressive on a lot of topics. Yeah, he's just like Joe, <laughs> the moderate, the maverick. In the maverick. <laughs> Do you also have blonde hairs on your legs that children in the pool like to? <laughs> and did you hear that quote? But what are y'all talking about? You just lost. You don't. Right you got to listen to Biden, man. He don't. <laughs> no, don't. No, it's a really weird, creepy quote. It doesn't make any sense. It's much more fun to talk about his quotes about corn pop and about him being a bad dude. Did you at least hear those? You don't support your candidate. I, mean, I, even like a week. I was more focused on local elections, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Now is my time to like. So. All right, so we kind of we kind of went off track with the United States Postal Service, but obviously to recap, um, Hold on, they're, they're having some financial struggles. Hey, but he has to hear this. I got hairy legs that turn blonde as the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. That is the end of that clip that Jose decided to play. I don't know why he decided to play it, but uh, <laughs> so we'll get back to the United States Postal Service. I had to fill Everett in on what we were talking about. Uh, they're going through some financial struggles <laughs> right now. Oh man! And um, so here's how it plays out: the right is for not saving the Postal Service, as they probably were before. They're Can just, I tell you why? They're just, they're, just, they're just indifferent. And Trump is not for saving the Postal Service because he understands that the Democratic left would like to use the Postal Service to expand mail-in voting. And obviously, Trump is concerned <laughs> with the fraudulent aspect of mail-in voting, which a lot of people say is unsubstantiated. And then the Democrat, Democratic Party, the Progressive Party, wants pe want people to stay safe. And that was the funny part about what Jose brought up in Seattle is they had this mass gathering of people to protest uh, doing that. Yeah. So there's just, again, Look, another hypocr hypocrisy type uh, situation with what they're Look, doing and what they say I, they I, want. I, I don't think I they're don't against think saving the, the postal surface. I, I'm, uh, they're against they providing the additional funding that they would need to be able to do this uh, vote-by-mail universal vote-by-mail thing. So it's a postal service on the verge of collapse right now? No. I mean, they're, they haven't. Been, what do you mean saving? They, they haven't. They haven't been doing well, you know, because uh, well, because competition because like, with Amazon getting into shipping, uh, U U.S. UPS, FedEx, FedEx, they're, FedEx killing? they're they're killing them. Yeah, they they have been killing them. No, it's not new. They've been killing them for like the past like fifteen years or something. No, like that. with with all the technology, email for example, less letters are, are being sent out. Yeah. So, are you uh, subscribed to the Move On um, email blast? It's a progressive. Uh, movement where they email you things that are. I don't subscribe to relevant. anything. I we we, 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 all, we all work at at a business, you know, at at, at a at a major yeah, retailer. Yeah, we use we we what? use the post office, and I hate when we do actually. Yeah, I what, know how slow it is. What What do you like to use when you're at work? I have to use UPS. I I prefer FedEx personally. FedEx is better than both, but. So move on is a movement to. Be progressive. Okay. So this email that I got, because I try to subscribe to some left and some right to be you, balanced. You subscribe to the weekly newsletters and stuff? Too? Well, this is just a, a, a lapsed subscription that I didn't cancel. Um, as Essential News Discussion became what it is, um, I know that I lean one way to the right, and I'm trying to make sure I'm a little bit more balanced. This is the opening sentence of their most there's recent... Scheme, there's some scheme shit there. So he sounds start, like he doesn't know who he likes. Saying, I, I subscribe to both sides so I can get both points of view. I do. You just forgot to cancel your subscription. Well, no, no. I realized by not canceling this subscription that I can use Sterling's it Sterling's by. He's by. Bipartisan. <laughs> All right. Donald Trump admitted this week that he's trying to sabotage the Postal Service in order to limit how many Americans can vote by mail during the pandemic. So that opening sentence, after we just talked about something that 
somewhat disproves the pandemic aspect because I don't know how you have a pandemic when the deaths are down. You have to notify people that they are sick with the thing. You know the thing. Man, <laughs> to quote Joe Biden, what, what are we talking about with the thing? They're being, they're being, they're using that. <laughs> what is happening here right now? <laughs> Move on to the current topic. Come the, on, man. The, the Progressive Party <laughs> is trying to use the pandemic to further an agenda to do mail-in voting, and they're saying that the claims that Trump makes about there being uh, rampant fraud are not uh, substantiated. But my question is, have you have? I, I feel like this story is well known, but I shared this. Have you heard about the postal worker who was stealing like tens of thousands of dollars from birthday cards, greeting cards, and holiday cards? No. You I, hear that? I heard that before. That, that's okay. not, that, it, that, that it, happened more than once, though. No, it, it happens very frequently. Yeah, it happened, happened to me when I was living out in California but in my neighborhood. Say, yeah. It happened in Seattle recently, and it's happened just a handful of times here and there. It's a, it's, a very, it's a crime of opportunity, right? You know what a Christmas card looks like, and sometimes you can feel a you know, gift card in there or whatever it may be, it, and people were opening them and taking them yeah. that were employees of the post office. So if you up the ante, for lack of a better phrase, and now we're talking about you know, an election where if you're in a, a swing district in a swing state, it's going to be pretty enticing to try to manipulate things. So the opportunity is more of the concern. And I know that mail-in absentee ballot voting uh, has been a thing of the past, but to try to expand it in such a short period of time when Dr. Fauci even comes out and says that as long as you socially distance, you can go ahead and uh, vote in person. Just do so by following the proper precautions. So that's my only thing is I think that the United States Postal Service is being used again to try to further uh, an agenda to do things a certain way. I think people have been stealing absentee ballots since the beginning, Republicans and I mean, I think yeah. At first, it might. How come you didn't? How come you didn't finish saying the second one? Yeah, Republicans and because you because I started Sterling, so not in his head. So Republicans at first, and who knows what happens? I don't know. It could be both. I, I have no idea. Just but do me point, a, do me a favor and look up voter fraud and just tell me what party the top ten uh, search results. But that's that you that's get, because, come on, but that's because of current events right now. Current events is what's affecting our our our, our no, ourselves man, currently. I'm I mean, talking about absentee ballots from the beginning. I'm talking, and that's you, you're sidetracking me. What I'm trying to say right now. I, yeah, you're, I you're sidetracking people, us with I information people, that's not relevant. I'm trying to keep it relevant. I don't think so. I think you're just trying to talk over me, like always. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, at this point, people expect it. This is the show. This is the dynamic <laughs> we share here. The point is, I think that people should just go vote in person. I've always believed that. I don't believe in mail-in votes. Period. But I'm also the same person who pays his bills on the phone and talks to a live person. That's how I am. I don't trust I just don't I don't trust anything with too much interaction with that's all. So Yeah, he, he's doesn't old school. He's yeah. old school. He's old school. He barely answers our text messages. <laughs> what's what's a text me- what's a, a a text message message? No um, no happy ending, bro. Come on. This is a family show. Any, any but my but the blonde hairs. Yeah. Any closing <laughs> thoughts? That's the old president. Any Probably. closing thoughts um, on the United States Postal Service? Um. So my original perspective was that that they were, that they were failing, and they were trying to save them, and um. I guess that's not what's happening at all. So I I don't know, right? They're not they're not going anywhere. It, it, it would seem it would seem. So the allegation is from the move on newsletter I talked about, so I, I can only use that as reference. I'm not part of another group mm-hmm. where I see this, but they're actively sending out to people that are on the progressive Democratic left that an email that says that Trump is trying to destroy the Postal Service, the United States Postal Service, and that stuff needs to be done, steps need to be taken to make sure that he doesn't do that, and that we can use them to cast on our ballots so safely. I guess the part I'm confused about, is he actually trying to to dismantle the post office. He is not trying to dismantle the post office, in my opinion. There was a news story that came out recently, and that news story talked about um, machines that helped sort mail that were being dismantled, taken apart, moved, um, just kind of things that could be part of day-to-day business. And when the questions were asked specifically, is this a direct result of trying to interfere with uh, mail-in balloting or increasing mail-in balloting, they couldn't get a straight answer because they don't know. They said, you know, things like this do happen in the past, but it does seem a little coincidental 
like I don't know how you interpret that answer to Trump is attacking the Postal Service to try to dismantle them. It really does feel like we're just pawns in a game where they're manipulating us with information to get us to go, in this particular case, protest to get Madeline Ballard. Here's my problem with the government. I know this is off on a ramp, but this is how it's always been since they've been yeah. formed. We've just been in the middle and they move us around like pieces. That's what they do. Civil rights movement, infiltrating the movement with people to, um, yeah. you know, make what, it look what, bad. What's funny to me is that, you know, when, when I'm speaking with my the majority of my friends are liberals. So when I'm speaking with my personal friends and, and I tell them about Trump's concerns about, you know, mail-in voter can, can increase, you know, fraud, basically, making mail-in voting universal. Not absentee ballots because people who, who are, you know, handicapped or sick or ill and can't go vote, they deserve their right to, to vote. That's yeah. their American right. Absentee ballots aren't for everyone. Everyone isn't sick with COVID. We, we, we can all go to Walmart. We can all go to Publix. We can all go to the local grocery store, hardware stores, or what have you. You see people at stores everywhere. Essential businesses haven't closed. They've been thriving, actually. And and people are scared to go to, the, to their you know polling place that's usually less crowded than their local Walmart. doesn't make any sense. You're allowed to go protest, but you can't go vote. Mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. So, personally, I, I just feel like all, all of that being a known, a known suspicion, not, it's not a fact, but it's a known suspicion and worry, and suddenly the, the, the government, the, the, the left, essentially, the, the leftist House and the leftist Senate, they're, they're all you know, conspiring to throw these uh, benefits for the USPS in, in the bill, and no one on the left is saying, hey, wait a minute, maybe Trump's right, maybe the right is right, you know? Why is it so important right now, at this moment, for them to get this money? Why is it so vital? Why did you tie that, that, that money for the post office to the stimulus bill that's going to help? To the people that are unemployed. That, they the need, the money, that are the, most, need the money the most. About to get kicked out on the street. They, 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 they branded themselves as, as the people's party, the, the party that cares most about the people and the, and the poor and the minorities. Yet they were willing to sacrifice aid for them coming in as quickly as possible to just help their USPS because they feel like it's going to help them in the election. That's wrong answer, man. And, and, and for the left not to not, not to acknowledge that or, or, or even mention it on their media at all, basically, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. And I'm not saying this because I'm right-leaning. If you're withholding aid from people who need help the most to further your own political advance, you're not really supporting your constituents. You're, you don't care about them. All you care about is winning and defeating Trump. Yeah, it kind of goes back to their mantra, vote blue no matter who. That is just such a weird thing that, you know... I don't know. It's kind of it's insulting, in my opinion. But that's a different topic for another day. Every last word again. It's kind of two on one on this. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I just don't, anything I don't, you I don't, feel. If you feel like I don't, really have, a, I don't have anything to add on that one. Okay, no worries. Um, I, I honestly feel like he doesn't disagree with anything I just said. No, he, uh, you he know what? Can't say you, it cause it, well, it's against his political stance. No, no, no. I don't even think no, that. I don't, no, no. I don't have a party. Yeah, so no, no. I think I think Everett in watching the exchange. I think he made some great points, Jose. I could tell Everett was listening, and you didn't leave him speechless. You just left him with some stuff to think about. I think that the topic was a good topic to, that needed to be discussed. Um, now we move on to California. I am the former Californian. I was born there, went back to work there for a little bit, and then left because things were bad even before this, and things have gotten worse. Um, should I just go ahead and lead on the California topic, or do you guys want to? You sound like you're the leading California yeah, expert. I mean, I've never even been to Cali, so... Oh, it's a great place to visit. In all honesty, um, beautiful views, mountain beaches, a uh, lot of lot of fun things like to do. It was, it was it was a dope visit. I wouldn't live there though. Uh, Northern or Southern California? Southern California, San Diego like, specifically. This I feel about like Philadelphia and New Jersey and stuff. Like I like it, but I wouldn't. Yeah. California is very much the same way, um, and part of the reason why I believe that is because of how expensive it is. <laughs> well, I thought you said it was because ran by liberals. There might be some reasoning as to why things are so expensive, but I'm not making those connections. I'm just talking specifically about the cost of living in California. Um, Who runs New York? That's really high expense, living expenses. Uh, California does not border <laughs> New York. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're actually on different ends of the. Uh, yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's that's but not that's not that's not fair because New York has always been expensive. <laughs> so yes, uh, you, yeah. Uh, Disregard all of that. <laughs> uh, red herring. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so anyway, hey man, uh, it, it's, it's my job to stir the pot. Come on, yeah. guys. California is a very expensive place to live. Uh, it's gotten even more difficult recently with uh, a lot of the ways that they are in business being shut down. Um, that's where I, I kind of get torn, right? I said that 
I think that the progressive Democratic Party has used the pandemic, the coronavirus, to kind of further specific gains. But unfortunately, it's caused them to take steps back in certain areas. So Jose brought up New York. It's a valid point. But in sticking with California, California's felt this uh, immensely. They're not making movies um, like they were before in the Hollywood Studios area. I mean, I, I like the way they're making movies better because it's at my house. Uh... They're making movies at your house? I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm joking. No, no, but, no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, I, I don't have to go to theaters, now. A lot of movies are direct to video. I like you, that. I like you that. Catch, I the off. quality of the movie um, has been going down over this time until they start figuring out a way to get back to work in some capacity. For example, Tyler Perry Studio has a, come up with a pretty elaborate way of quarantine, quarantining people for a small period of days, doing consistent uh, checks, temperature checks. and. Uh, but Tyler Perry Studio is in Atlanta. It is in Atlanta, and that yeah. part of this thing is people are leaving California, one, because uh, Hollywood is not filming like they were, so Tyler Perry has stepped up, and um, I forget there's some other places, too, that are also doing some more uh, film work. Uh, California also has a lot of tourist business. Mm -hmm. That's been shut down. They have a lot of entertainment business. Uh, Joe Rogan's leaving uh, California. He has the biggest podcast and got a lot of people podcasting, me included, which leads to us podcasting. So there's just a mass... Outflux? I don't think that's the right word, but you have your influx when people come in, so Exodus. we'll call it outflux. Exodus. Exodus. He's Thank right. you. Exodus. But I, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm I have not, to get biblical. You know what's crazy? I'm, I'm okay with going to Atlanta because Atlanta was, um, is, a, is actually a good place to make movies, actually. It's cheap. It, it's, it was already, cheap. It was already yeah. cheaper to begin with, yeah. right? Um, California just gave up a lot of the advantages it had um, in the structure that was built. I don't know that it had. Did it still have any advantages, movie maker-wise, at this point? I don't know. Uh, the Hollywood Studios area, like that's yeah. that's where you and, are. And all the stars already live there, so correct. No, no one's traveling for it. And that's why it's a great place to visit. It's a beautiful state. I mean, except for when the ground shakes and you could possibly get swallowed up by oh, the, the earth. fires. The fires and the earthquakes. But aside from that, it's beautiful. And all the illegal immigration. <laughs> yeah, that that's here too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say. To that. Yeah, um, yeah. That's <laughs> here too. That's yeah. I mean, I don't just. Yeah. The, on the last no, part they're, of they're on the border, you know, I mean, they experience it at a higher level than we do. We don't even know what immigration is like. Uh, Texas is going to experience the worst because they have the largest uh, border yeah, there, the southern true. border, Mexico. But um, because we're not talking about immigration and switching this back to California, they also have put in some rules from lawmakers that cause. Talking that nonsense, man. I, I was just listing. <laughs> I was just listing things that they experienced. I thought that's what we were all doing. Elon Musk left San Francisco. Is uh, it he an immigrant also? I'm surprised he didn't have his, uh, a lot of operations in India yet, Elon Musk. I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah, that you, is, you that, would think that he would. You, you would yeah. think that. You're right. Um, luckily, he did keep it domestic, and he was going to Texas. Yeah, I'm sure he built some, some cars. They're right here, actually, in Orlando, uh, Orlando area. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't heard of him outsourcing his um, his work outside of the country. Does. Yeah. But um, anyway, he took, a lot, he took a lot of his business to Texas, and um, Joe Rogan's going to Texas. We know Tyler Perry Studios has a lot of people coming out to Atlanta. Um, there's just a lot of people moving Why out Texas? of California. Because of, of Austin area, I guess? The Austin area is very big, yep. Yeah. Uh, Dallas is nice. Houston's good. Well, why are they going to Texas? Yeah. No, the tax benefits. It's a red state. Of course all big business wants to go there. That's a good point. Florida's also a, a pretty big population destination, too. Yeah. Um, so, pop yes. Popular destination. Popular destination. Thank you. Um, you almost had Hollywood here in Florida, too, at one point. You know that, right? But they got rid of the tax break from the last minute. This is years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Uber and Lyft are also considering leaving California because California is trying to make them, or trying to force them to make their employees. One of them left already. W-2. Lyft. Lyft already left. It's possible. The, the update I'm Lyft talking about. Lyft left San Francisco, days, not, not all of California. I think they left. Well, the threat is if this is a statewide mandate or a statewide uh, rule, the, the intent is good, right? You want them to... Uh, give benefits. You want them to be able to earn a living, even when people don't necessarily need rides in the moment. It's government. It just can't work. It, it's like it's, if that if that is going to be given to the employees, it's going to be given by the employers. The employers are going to need to offset that cost by charging people more money. So you're back in the exact same situation as why a taxi ride wouldn't be as logical um, over a 30 minute drive as an Uber or Lyft ride. So now you've lost all your competitive advantages, I mean, and the people that lose out are the customers, the people that need those rides, and you think the, the customers you think and the drivers, because they'll, they'll be would, providing less fares. Do you think it will cost 
I mean, obviously yes. it costs a lot more, but I don't know if it costs To operate money. a business costs money, and well, if you have to pay more money to operate right. your business, you're going to have to recoup it somehow. Yeah, but it's not like they're taking car, taking care of the cars either. I get what you're saying, though. I do think maybe that's an overstep as, as far as, like, forcing the, the increase the benefits government-wise. Well, but I don't know if it would, it would have been such a detrimental uh, blow to the company itself. That's all. Car, car care is expensive, right? Maintenance yeah. and repairs. But they don't pay that, though. It, right, they don't. And if they had to start paying more expenses, is it's that, going is, to have to translate. But is that what the benefits were, or was it just like... Just because they don't... You're, you're trying to equate them saving on, on, on car care. No, I'm asking, is that, is that, was that part of the benefits? The benefits, benefits is going to cost them uh, payroll tax. It's going to cost them the, um, the health benefits that come along with that, with people opting in and everything. Mm -hmm. So... There may be only incremental costs, but there's multiple incremental costs with doing it that way. And I think in California it was referenced that if they go from being 1099 independent contractors, that's the reason why the, uh, Uber doesn't have to pay for their vehicles. Because like taxi cabs, when they're all yellow, with them being employees, you have to make sure that the vehicle's operational, well-maintained. So now you have increased costs that are just running rampant. It doesn't. Well, I guess unless you code them as commission employees, right? You could do that too, I guess, to keep costs down a little bit. But I don't it, know. That's a whole other conversation. It's possible, yeah, but it doesn't seem like it's an option, though, because the businesses are just looking at leaving. It's, it's just they're just their whole entire business model. That's yeah. not what they do. Their, their whole point is, is to not have an employee. It's so difficult that they're... It's they're, they're, costs they're, by making everyone independent. They're much more willing to just leave the state, the one of the biggest economies in the nation. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's just my viewpoint. I wanted to bring up California because... <laughs> it just seems like things are changing quite drastically, and um, people are headed to all different parts of the country. Well, the good news about California is that if you're ever you know there and you're walking and you said only have to use the the restroom, <laughs> there's one available on almost every sidewalk. <laughs> and, and and at places where they don't have one, you can just go on the sidewalk and they're okay with it. Uh, that is unfortunately somewhat accurate. Um, I've never been to California. You know, yeah, they, 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 I, at this point, you don't want to go to 2020's version of California. Yeah, on, on, a on a serious note, though, uh, Jose's right, partly in, in, well, in part because of the increased uh, homeless population. So um, there, there's, a, there's a transition happening. So essentially, not everyone's getting the eviction protection that they need. Uh, some landlords are still forcing people out on the street. So the people that were in, you know, not necessarily secure living situations, they got kicked to the curb. And then there's a lot of people, I think, that are downsizing possibly. So, you know, there's more to come, and we're only kind of scratching the surface. But um, I don't know. There's a lot to be concerned with, and I don't think that people are being as honest about the situation. Uh, there's just a lot of people leaving, high profile and otherwise. Like, you don't hear the stories. Our friend, our friend lived in California, and he's, he's moved out. No, and he was a diehard Californian. Diehard Californian. Like, we, we, would, we would have these long, drawn-out conversations about trying to get him to move back here, and he would just tell us how horrible Florida is and how he'd never leave California. I left, other I left something out completely. I was, I was, they're crazy. also increasing taxes, and I forgot about mentioning that. They're oh. increasing taxes on the wealthy. So when you do that, the wealthy leave, and if they employ people, guess what? They take those jobs with them. Like Tesla is taking jobs with them, or Elon Musk is taking jobs with them because he's moving Tesla. Um, out with them out to Texas. So I, I just wanted to say that as well because it was like sounds like we're kind of overreacting. But you have a state that's desperately trying to recoup money that they lost by aggressively shutting things down and not having that money come in. So now they're looking to get it from the people, like the residents. The craziest part about the tax is that they want the wealth tax part, which is going to require an independent appraisal to assess how much everything costs. And then if they don't agree with that appraisal, they can say, no, your stuff costs more, and then charge them a small incremental amount every year on the stuff that they have that they deem valuable, in addition to the increase in the wealth tax. And I know it's going to sound crazy, but it's like over uh, $15 million a year. If you don't have to pay that, people are going to go somewhere else to pay that because you can use that for a lot of different things to grow your business, uh, to buy another house, whatever you want to do. So. Being greedy is unfortunately um, led to a lot of people being displaced. So I didn't want to leave that off. So, right. where would where would you guys think would be the next spot to move? Don't say Texas. I think that's a little too easy. Honestly, I like it here. To be honest with you, I've Florida. Been a few places. So Florida. You think, Florida. Yeah, yeah. I think Florida's going to experience a little bit of a growth. Yeah. I think it might be time to move away because when new people come, things change a lot. Yeah, I mean, look at what's going on in Texas. They have billboards asking to deport Californians. 
I think I've heard something like that too. It said, uh, "Californians welcome, just don't bring your politics with you or policies, something right. like that." Yeah, it's a common uh, theme there. Are we ready to move on? Or did you guys have any closing thoughts? I know I did most of the no, talking. I don't know anything about California. Maybe. No, okay, good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, the rich get richer. Jose, give us a, a lead-in on this topic and why it's relevant. What are we talking about? Well, uh, there's a handful of billionaires. There was an article on, on, on one of the news sources here. Um, guys like Bezos got richer, 600 and semi billion dollars richer. It's three or four people, $600 billion <laughs> richer in three months. And then my wife really helped him out with that. He orders stuff yeah. every day on Amazon, I feel like. Yep. So. Well, well, I, I mean, mean, we all have. And well, you brought up a great point. The government stepped in again and set up some boundaries that small businesses were not allowed to operate. So you couldn't go buy that thing from Amazon at a small locally owned mom and pop facility, but you could go into Walmart, you can go into Target, you can order it from Amazon. So inevitably, these businesses are going to thrive. I'm sorry. I, I, I think Jeff Bezos deserved to win. His wife took half his money, so I give him that shit away. So. <laughs> yeah, but he cheated on her, right? Yeah. yeah I'm just saying. I think he gives her. I think he gives her credit though for helping him help start Amazon. Yeah. So if anybody can afford that, it's he, him. It's him. But um. He got taken to the cleaners, and he's still one of the richest guys on the planet. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But just imagine your wife taking money and start giving it to people. Well, let's. I mean, it's amazing what he did. Like, and if she helped, then what they did together. But and what was it, ninety three or so? He was sitting yeah. at a fold up table with a bunch of books and Amazon.com on a fifty dollar banner he printed from Kinkos. Like this? Yeah, we should get a banner. <laughs> hey, I used to work at Kinkos. Yeah. Well, um, oh, with all the technical support issues we've been having, I don't know. Yeah, I, w- I can stand to get $600 billion. Shit goes in make copies, but I don't know what <laughs> But, yeah, that's what it means by the rich get richer. Um, again, <laughs> I, don't, I identify more as conservative, but I kind of feel like I want to identify more as a small government conservative. So let's be specific about this. You're a libertarian who doesn't like Joe. Joe? The, Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe Jurgensen. I don't dislike Joe Jurgensen. It's the vice presidential candidate who appears very young, and um, I haven't heard him speak yet. So I'm not going to say I'm anti-libertarian, but smaller government would have saved us a lot of trouble that we're currently having to figure out. Smaller government in California. Tell people the good ideas that they should follow and let them follow them. Don't force them to do things because now we have what we're having. Look, and, I, I might, I personally, I think I might, I might at some point end up being a libertarian, but currently they... They have some things they need to work out. They, got, they have some things they need to work out, and, and, and the way I see them is... They're the right after the regular right before the alt-right. Say that again. So when, we're, when, when you're right-leaning, you just become a conservative or Republican or what have you. At the end of that spectrum, there's the libertarians. Then slightly after that, that's where the alt-right starts. Because hmm. they, they have some crazy policies, you know? Like they the, do. It's, it's, it's some insane stuff, and... Because they a hold lot of their, what, they hold their national convention here locally in Orlando. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, but because that of, of most of most of what their views are are, are kind of conservative and, and in line with with what Republican values tend to be or used to be, I see them as right leaning. But since some of their beliefs are so crazy at times, I think they're very close to the alt right to me. Okay, Ooh, that's, that's I think they they like, live on the edge. It's kind of like a extreme left people in the Green Party. Yes. Yeah, we do need to expand, though. I think the two-party system is uh, a little too archaic. And um, I want to add one more freestyle topic that kind of follows on the two-party system, which I guess kind of goes with this rich gets richer, but we're, we're off to a new topic at this point. Um, uh, man, it's just... It, <laughs> it's a difficult thing to try to put into words, but just trying to... Figure out a better solution. Uh, there was an article that I read, and the problem is that I'm not as uh, familiar with the topic. Um, it's going to be the way that we vote. So you vote, I guess, I don't know if binary is the right word, but you vote for one or the other. That's a, that's a whole other thing. I yeah, I know. <laughs> but there's this um, kind of rolling count that they do in Maine for, I think, their local elections. And it's where you rank your votes. And so when you rank your votes, it allows your votes to get shifted to um, – Similar parties. So if the Green Party is more democratic, and then you like you go from Green to Democrat to conservative or Republican to uh, 
libertarian, however that may work, um, allow the people all a platform. Maybe we go from two parties to four parties, but choosing the lesser of the two evils is better when you can choose the lesser of four evils because at least now you have four choices. Um, I maybe, know it's a little bit of a stretch. Have, and maybe you don't have evil anymore. Exactly. You know, maybe you can squeak in a little good. You got to read up. So what on, do you think on, about that? You got to read up on the on the way that that voting system works. It it is, it's like figuring out your pay plan. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, never mind. No, no. But I mean, no, in a good way. Like once you figure out your pay plan, can't you make a good decision if you want to work there or not? Yeah, and once you figure it out, you don't want to work there. That's what this is. <laughs> no, you're, so you're against this? You're yeah. against for this? Yeah. Ranking, ranking can you can you, can you you get better than an analogy? As are, just so you know, there's already a website that does that. So when you get ready to vote for something, there's a website that you type in what you want to happen and what your views are, and it shows you the candidate that aligns your policy. And I can guarantee so you. I think I, that's awesome. I yeah, think I can guarantee great. you this. It's, almost, it's never going to be the Republican or the Democrat candidate. I've, I've never taken an online quiz, an online thing that's based on an algorithm because this is what this is. I've that's, done one. That's ever accurate. It's never been right. I've done have, one. You, have you done one of these online quizzes? Where this is what I'm telling you about. That's how you find out about the Green Party. I'm like, dang, I do believe all that stuff. Yeah, this was a four-quadrant uh, result yeah. field, and I came in the libertarian-conservative quadrant, but only slightly. Like, I wasn't extreme in anything in particular, but I was right-leaning and libertarian-leaning, which is where I am now. I don't think I need a quiz to tell me how I need to vote. I don't think I, I need I like that. That's funny. The quizzes are all wrong. Oh, they're not? Oh, well, then I don't need a quiz. <laughs> I don't like hey, hypocrisy. <laughs> I love it. All, all, all of this is is just. I I, I just think it's a it's a system to try to. I think help make, people that don't know any better figure out who they want to vote mm, for. I think if you makes, don't know any better, don't go vote. How do you, you don't, improve you don't it? Know all the do you think it should be improved? Do you think the voting system should be improved? I, I think the current voting system is just fine. I think the the party system needs to be improved. Okay. I don't I don't think we should change on. Who I vote for first, second, third, or fourth? I, that's that's. So we should no. just have more. That is that part I don't agree with. But so I do we, agree with. I do. I don't have a problem with them. Like you putting in what you think, and it shows you a candidate that should best align with your beliefs, and then you can just then you can research that person. Look, so you, you like you the vote, idea, you just don't want it to be part of how you vote, like right. how you Look, have to vote. If you vote, if you pick your second choice, let's say right now, currently, your choices were Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Joe and, Jorgensen, and Joe Jorgensen. That's it. Those are your three choices. Normally, there's a few more under that system, but. Those are only I think choices. Jill Stein or something was the Green Party. But that's what's crazy. So, so last so, year, so, I, would so, to vote for I would have had to vote for Jill Stein, apparently, for the things I like. Now, I researched it. I was like, she seems like a person that I do not, that she's kind of flaky. I like the ideas that's in the campaign, but, you know. So for most people right now, most people, um, um, most normal people, not last they, year, they, you they, know they would either be picking yeah. number one, Joe, or number one, Trump, and then number two, Trump, or number two, Joe. So if, if you were in, in, in those shoes... You know nothing about Joe, or you just dislike the the libertarians altogether because they have some crazy stuff going on over there. You would probably pick Joe first, then Trump, then Joe. If enough people vote for Trump first, you just help Trump Trump win by voting second for Trump. I agree with you. That's what I and I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is I don't mind there being something ahead of time that you type in the things that you. That you are important to you, and they show you a candidate that allows your things. No, so they just great. suggest, then you, right? Then you yeah. research that person. Yeah, that's the, the, that's, that's the way it should be. That that's fine, but this system where you, you where you rank your votes, it, it doesn't work because you could end up that's helping actually, someone actually, win that you don't want. Also, that could be used as a scheme. We're talking about, we're yeah. talking about people stealing votes, right? Shit. <laughs> 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 it, it does. It does have the potential to make things more. I didn't difficult. know he was going to bring this up. I read this. I, I read up on it in the past, and I wish I was better prepared, but it. If you do your own research and read it, you're going to really see how truly insane that voting system is. I got to disagree. I got to say we got to do the research first before we make an uh, assertion. I, I, I've already done it. I'm asking him to do the I research. read the article, too, and the article made sense to me. I didn't see the article. Where did you see it at? EssentialNewsDiscussion.com, Everett. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, you should check it out sometime. EssentialNewsDiscussion.com backslash podcast. We'll have our fourth podcast up on Wednesday the 19th is that i believe it is but either way go to npod.com as given, the easy way he's given ever deadlines you can't meet <laughs> uh npod.com will have our podcast up and you'll see some of the uh, older podcasts please give those a listen as well um audio quality we're working on gradually improving it and we're working on increased content um please reach out contact us with 
any good ideas. If you want to be part of the podcast, we're going to work on a way on where we can have people call in with the pre-scheduled time. Also, the end podcast family is is expanding and looking to expand. So, uh, Everett, we're 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 going to be expecting some sort of uh, your art is a mirror contribution. It doesn't have to be a yeah, this is week two. Week two of us requesting it. I, I, I would what love to. Mean? I, I would love to be. Talk about entertainment on here too. I thought we weren't doing. This no, thing. not on here. We oh. we want a your art is a mirror standalone podcast. Ah, it's coming actually. It's coming. This guy let me put things in the right places first. We'll get a logo for it. That'd be great. Yeah, and don't make it look like a re- reskinned, recolored uh, Windows ninety five <laughs> logo like what Sterling was trying to make earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, uh, any closing thoughts on anything we discussed today that you'd like to uh, say before we sign off for our fourth show? No, I, I think that. Uh... from time to time that that was a left-leaning um but other than that i I think we agree well thank you guys for listening uh that was another fun time i always love talking with these guys we actually don't talk much during the week to make sure we don't use any of our good conversation uh without it being recorded so that's just for you guys he actually told me not not to not to call him anymore (laughs) that's what he said i i'm very happy that uh, Ever didn't call me the N word on this uh, version of that. <laughs> yeah, that's a special treat. One every three episodes, I think. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. Yeah, guys, yeah, have a good night. Good night.